2: to the review of the matches, Knights v Manly. Now this was uh, this is interesting. This was an interesting game because I don't believe the score reflects. Like, I don't want to take anything away from Manly. Manly played fantastic, uh, but I do believe the Knights were in the game probably a lot longer than the score suggests. Heaps longer. Um, yeah. Now, do you believe that Manly have done enough? to lose the tag that they need Tom Travojevic to not be a bottom four side? I,
3: I think they have. Uh, I think that they can beat the vast majority of sides without him. Mm. Uh, whether they can beat the top sides without him, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if they can beat the top with sides him. with him yeah. realistically, so that's probably uh, – but, yeah, I I, I I don't think easy the, – the, the, the lower teams are looking at Manly without Turbo going – this is going to be heaps easier now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, they, they brought in some new guys. They, they lost Cooler in the lead-up to it as well. So it wasn't easy for Manly, but uh, I did feel a bit sorry for Newcastle, how this one played out in the conditions and everything.
2: Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And I just think there were crucial errors like, you know, the Saifidi brothers, I'm, I'm a massive fan of them, but I think that... The first
3: 20 minutes, they they needed better from them yeah.
2: in those conditions. And on top of that, this is the second week where they've both made errors in, yeah. a, in a row and i just i think the Saifidi brothers had a bit of a slow start to the year um, which is really interesting because like I, I believe that jacob and daniel could genuinely play on origin together like yep. they're really really good they haven't been like poor and i understand that they've been coming back from injuries and that but i, I just think that they the knights probably just need a little bit more from them they're too interesting for, when
3: when one's going good the other one follows yeah. they, they they work off each other really well which is what <clears throat> you know you'd know from Webke and, and, and Petra, it's what the best front rowers we've seen do. They work off each other. But these two, it always seems like they're either both up or they're both a little bit down, you yeah. know what I mean? And they just need to get a bit more, especially whilst um out. Um, you know, you, the, those stats that you said the other day, I didn't realise how much impact Clemmer was having. No, and I think massive. the vast majority of people are like me. Yeah. Can probably see now the impact that he
2: does have. He's, a, he's the foundation for him. He's a different founder. body shape yeah. too, to those other two, which and he, matters. And he just... He just gets through his work. Very yep. low error count, um, you know. And again, this is no not to say that the Cai Fu brothers have been terrible. Yeah, I just I thought we were going to see this year they just explode again, again on top of things. And it's a long season. I think they will be. What do you think about that, Matty? Have you had a chance to watch the Knights versus Manly?
0: Yeah, I, I watched that. I was I was just frustrated watching it, like from a Knights nice perspective, because as I said before, they just couldn't hold the ball in the first half. They just didn't give themselves a chance to build any pressure. Against Manly, and like Manly only scored their second try. What sorry, their third try in the 70th minute, yeah. So the Knights Manly were good, but the Knights definitely cost themselves on Thursday.
2: And in their defense, in, the, in everyone's defense, including the side feedways, it was torrential weather like yeah. it was so bad. So, you know, oh, yeah, when you're completing at 69%, you're going to hurt yourself, especially when that when you've already got so many things going against you, it's like you're not getting the calls. To a degree, uh, you know. Obviously, Kalen goes off for 15 minutes. Uh, did they have a sin bin as well in that game? They lost.
0: They lost three players in the first half yeah. from injury.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah. So it's like that is like in, in torrential rain where it's going to be tough as it is. That's that's a tough gig. Um, I also thought Dez
3: absolutely nailed when he put Dylan Walker on the field. Absolutely. His impact, there was there, there was the, the set where KP was on, on the left side and he, he sort of found nothing and he came back. He dropped the ball. They gave away a penalty. Two plays later, they kicked for touch. Then Walker just came on and had two or three touches on the yeah. trot and put Andrew Davey on. And Lifted hey, the good tempo. See, oh, mate, the tempo just... As yeah. soon as Walker comes on the
2: field, yeah. just changes. And that's what you need from your bench. Yep. If, if if you do anything, change the tempo, please. If you do anything. And I think that when the Storm won the comp, that's what their bench did. They would just... You, the game would get into kind of a pattern and then boom that exploded open and, and the defensive side would be like like they just couldn't keep up with it yep. so I, I think Walker's been fantastic I think Andrew
3: Davey what a great story Davey <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean it, it wasn't that long ago that he was at Parramatta and I was saying fuck here's a better back role than Matto and Lane at the moment yep. went to Manly and obviously got injured then the two young boys on, on the edges they appeared out of nowhere they're all of a sudden now sort of state of origin Calibre back rowers it's, it, it's been incredibly unlucky for Andrew Davey But great to see him score that try the other night
0: yeah, I, thought, I thought Tui, the uh, Manly winger, Christian tui I think he, he played four minutes last year And he might have played one game a few years ago for the Roosters And I thought he was pretty, pretty solid Yeah, didn't he? yeah. yeah he, he was pretty solid,
2: solid. I, I just liked his energy yep. his, He did really well in the contact uh, I mean, Most tackle breaks for the game Oh really? Yep. Yeah, nice The good thing is that is that they're, for a team that you could argue had no depth twelve months ago. Starting to get a bit of depth now. You've got well, Kuala you, cooler,
3: out. you got George Defulla who's still sitting yeah. there. i like.
2: Yeah, yeah the, the the depth
3: there is very good. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not I'm not reading a heap into this game either
2: way. To be honest with you, it's just it's just you don't. We'll, we'll get into the Knights eventually uh, with Manly. The, the reason why before the game, I'm pretty sure I picked the Knights, but when I found out that it was going to be torrential rain, it really brought everything back down for me, yeah. like the field back in for me, because if there's one man that can kick well in a, a wet-weather game, it's DCE. Where, this kicking game, he is just playing. I've never seen DC play with this kind of confidence in, in his kicking.
3: <laughs> Mate, oh, I think it was evident. What, what about
2: the one he kicked from his own team in yeah, the kissing rain? And, and, and it and
3: didn't work. It didn't work, but it shows how confident he yeah, is in his ability yeah, at the moment. Absolutely.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And and yeah. I, I think DCE's kicking game is what got them the points in the long run. You look at the same game with the Raiders – Relatively close, relatively close, and then not relatively close in the sense of like DC uh, doesn't have that much impact at the start of the game that you can notice. He has a lot of impact, but he's laying the foundation. But that kicking that he does, it just builds pressure, builds pressure, builds pressure. And then before you know it, they just put a bunch of points on and, and the, the, the man, uh, Knights can't really go with them. Yeah. Like 644 metres that he kicked uh, on the weekend. And then last weekend
0: couple of force dropouts as well, which is good.
2: Yeah, a couple of force dropouts last weekend, 666 metres. So when your half is kicking that much with a decent side around him, very hard to beat that, you know, very hard to beat that. So got to give props to DCE. Uh, I, I was – were you surprised? What, what are your thoughts on the DCE re-signing this early?
3: Yeah, I was. it took me by surprise. Yeah. I didn't really see it coming. I don't know. It's How
2: old is DC? What Was he 33?
3: He's 33 now. Yeah. Yeah, right. I would have said So he'll be 37, uh,
2: I think, when the deal ends.
3: Which is a lot, but 37 now isn't what 37 was a few years ago. But mm. it's still. You turned 20, 33
0: like last month, but still. Yeah.
2: It's still. Yeah. I don't know. It's, Do you think you took a pay cut? I had to, surely. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Because, like, would we be hypocrites to say that Munster shouldn't take a pay cut, but DCE should?
0: Well, Munster's yeah, 27. Maybe, but oh. I.
2: No, I I don't think I'm a hypocrite saying that because I will give you my reasons, but I'm yeah. just putting it to you.
0: Oh, I
3: think there is arguments there that we could be, but personally, I, I don't really think so. Yeah. I At the age he's art and stuff, it's... I. In saying that, it's so fucking hard to find good halves in this competition. Yeah. Even DCE in two years' time, when he is older, if he has a couple of injuries, he's still going to be one of the better halves. In and this he's game. been pretty injury free. I,
2: yeah, he's yeah, a guy to that I, credit, yeah. I can see playing until 37. The reason why I think it's a different circumstance and why I feel that DCE probably did take a little bit of a pay cut, uh, I believe that he's, he's earned his coin. Like, and, and he should be paid whatever he deserves to be paid. Please don't make this about a, like. He shouldn't earn a lot of money, mm. but I think he's at a, a period of his career where he understands to, to if he wants to win a comp before he retires, he probably does need to take a pay cut. Whereas I think like Munster, he's 27, he's won a premiership two years ago. Yep. Well, well yeah, technically yeah, one season, yeah. technically yeah. one season ago. If you yeah, so let's just say two years ago, he's won what two comps. His lowest finish has been prelim. prelim. Uh, and that's why I believe, like, right now, Munster's actually hitting the peak of his career. Whereas, although DC is probably, he's playing incredible footy, uh, I, I probably think that he, he sat down and goes, you know what, I've got, he's got two years left on his deal as it is anyway. Yeah. Yep. Well, let's just say that. Yeah, it's the end of 23. End of 23. He probably sat down and said, you know what, like, if I want to usher the next generation through, I'm probably going to need to p- take a pay cut.
0: And also, if, he's, if his pay cut is, what, seven eight hundred k for argument's sake, whatever, I think he'd be pretty happy to be 36-year-old, Playing rugby league and earning that kind of money, anyway.
2: Yeah, for sure. I think so. I. To I sort honestly it up this believe, early. Yeah, yeah, I honestly believe, and I, I only know DCE from people that I've spoken to, and just seeing him on TV. But I, I honestly, it's going to sound like it's not true because he took such a big deal and the whole Titans thing happened. But I believe he's matured enough now in a point in his life where he he would be willing to go be real with the situation and go, oh, I'm not going to win a comp if I stay on this amount of money because yeah. we can't recruit.
3: Especially when you – and, and it, even, like, yes, they want to be able to recruit. But when I look at that side, there's two edge-back rowers, there's two wingers, there's two centres. All of them are probably going to be worth 200, 300K more than what they were a year ago. Yeah. So there's there's a lot Tommy's of guys. Tommy's contracting that go up. as well, Tommy's, yeah, year. exactly. Um, I mean, if I'm DCE, I, I'm more than happy – to let a bit of coin go to make sure I keep a gun back rower next
2: to me. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. So, I, but, but it's, yeah, I, I think it's – some may say that, you know, he's a bit old or whatever, but I think that when you look at the amount of halves and how hard it is to find a quality half, I think DC at 36, 37 is still going to be better than most halves in the competition.
3: And I think as well, I mean, hopefully over the next year or so, they get Finu back at some point. Yep. All of a sudden, that
2: team—they're going to be a handful. Yeah. Oh, with a, with Lachlan Croker, one of the he's most done improved, well. Yeah. But a specialist hooker moving around the ruck there—very, very tough to beat. So, well, congratulations to DC. Congratulations to being a one club player and getting yep. the massive deal. Um, and he's playing great footy. Like he is playing great footy right now. His kicking game is just gone to a whole another level. Um, Olakawatu, on the open market, how much is he worth? A lot. Because he'd be on fuck all right now. Yeah, fuck that well, He's
3: one of the guys that I reckon his value is probably 400K more than whatever it is right now. Yep. He, he could be anything. How much would you pay for him? Um, d- it depends on which club I am, but I'd be happy to pay six six fifty for him.
2: Wow, it's big. So same as population. Mate, he, do,
3: he does it on both sides of the ball. Mm. He's incredible. He's got – every time I look at him, I'm like, fuck, he's bigger than what I remember. So fucking he's big. He's huge. Yeah. He's massive and he's rangy. He's pretty quick. He you know he he scores he scores in so many different ways and he he, he like he, he can he's not a great ball player like a kick hour or Wade Graham but he is handy, he's yeah. got an offload, he's, he's big, he's rangy, he, he, he's a different body shape. I, I love him, and in defence, he's great too.
2: Well, when Manly was struggling, he was their best player, Yeah, and he's continued to play this kind of footy. What do you reckon, Matty? What, what's Ola Kawatu worth to you in the open market?
0: I think last year, Ola Kawatu was just as good, maybe a little bit not as good as Papa Lee was. Uh, like, it's a good good uh, comparison you bring up. So, what, he's getting six six fifty next year? I reckon that's pretty bang on.
2: Yeah, okay, okay. going to be interesting to see if Manly can keep What would you paint? 500, four, four, 450 to four to 500. Like I'd offer him a, th- a three or four year de- like a three year deal that goes 450, 500, 550. The thing is,
0: but someone will offer him more than that. I yeah,
2: I, I know, but I just, to break the bank, he's had one good year. He's, he's had h- like five good games, mm-hmm. four good games. I just need to see a little, like to say 600K. Like, what do you pay Schuster? What do I pay Schuster? Oh, fuck, I need to see more. Need to see more. I mean, if he fulfills his potential, you're paying him six, seven hundred K easy, easy. Yeah. That's the concern, that, not the concern. It's, it's a great thing to have for Manly, but how they keep them all. If I'm, if I'm Manly, I'm just saying to Schuster, please, mate, you'll be our 5'8, you'll be our 5'8, just wait before and when he's done, we'll put you in there. Because that's the thing is, he is actually a 5'8. Like, we aren't even seeing Schuster in his main position yet. Yeah. Imagine him at 5'8 with DCE inside him. Uh, and then you've got, is it weeks? The yeah, young yeah, guy, KO yeah, weeks. Weeks. Yeah. weeks coming through. Yet the good thing is, though, I feel like Manly's back rowers have just been flying under the radar. You know, when we talk about Papalee, Madison, Crichton, uh, Satilli, you know, I would argue Olukawatu is putting up just the same numbers, if not better, sometimes than Satilli. And you, I think Satilli probably gets to talk about it more, even though it's Satili's yeah. a boost.
3: But Olakwato is one of those guys you watch him, and you're like, "Fuck, he's got upside." Then you actually look at his stats. At the end in the game, he works his
2: arse off. Absolutely, he gets Absolutely.
3: through a heap of work there. And you watch the way that Manly attack on that edge, especially these first few games. And maybe it'll change when Schuster gets back. He is like, if if they're not going to turbo DCE, is going to him. Absolutely, he looks lethal on that side. Yeah. So maybe 600 is overs. But personally, I. I, I, I reckon, as you said, there are clubs that would pay six hundred to get um, Sotili Tupanua. Mm. I think they've both got the same upside, but um, he's a better defender than Tupanua for me. Yeah, it's
0: uh... well, Para chasing Nakora hard, aren't they? So, would you? How much would you pay him compared to Ola Kaua? Yeah,
2: Nakora, he's been pretty solid. It was good last week. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I just love talking about these things because I love when players are playing well. Like these boys, mm. like uh, you know, Satili. I'm a huge fan of Satili. I love his aggression. I love his aggression. His line running, Kawatu,
0: Same thing. Back row is such an exciting position right yeah. now. Like, call, call on my as well. Yep, Keon. Fuck, so good. How much are you paying for him? Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, it starts getting it's really tough.
2: expensive. Yeah. Like when you yeah. start really thinking about it and going, okay, Olakawatu, six hundred. Fuck, Keon's probably a little bit ahead of him at the moment. He was nineteenth man. And then all of a sudden you're going, shit, I'm paying 1.2 mil for two of your back rowers. Uh, it's tough. But they're all just playing so well. I, I love that, the fact that I felt like for a period there we went away to like a blokes who just got through their work on the edge, really tough. We're kind of coming back to that very flary big fella that can move and footwork and all that. To put you on the spot,
3: if Fafida was to go on the open, if he was to come back to Brisbane, what would you be happy to pay him?
2: Yeah, that's a tough one because it's it's just about how you play him. Mm. Like for Fida, I just don't. You know, people like obviously one point two is a lot right yeah. now, and and I think people forget the context in which he was purchased. Mm. He was purchased to create hype and bring people yep. to the club, and he's he's kind of done that. Like they've gone from bottom of the table, you know. Obviously, they are still middle table now, but a lot of people had them in their top six. Um, I don't I don't think that. Even Fafita is probably expecting 1.2 right now. Uh, it just depends how you're going to play him. Same with Katoni Staggs. Like, if you're not going to give him the ball, then it's no point. You may as well just get a battler out there doing his job. Yeah. But no, knowing that your team has Adam Reynolds, so you know he's going to be utilised properly. If he's utilised properly, he's up there around the 600k mark for sure. For sure. Fafita for at 600k? Yeah, yeah? 600k, yeah, 700k. Okay. If yep. he's utilised. Yep. And that's not like that's from a perspective of balance of a team. Like I just don't believe that you can pay edge back rowers more than the 600 mark. Yeah, okay. Um, Fair. But we saw on the weekend, like, yes, he didn't get through a bunch of work, but when the game was on the line, it was a crazy play from him yeah. that got him back in the game. It was a crazy play that only he could do. Um, and so, yes, there's a mixture of should he get involved more involved. The, the tough thing for ride running forwards is it's not as simple as get in there and just take a bunch of scoots. Because out of all the players, they're essentially the one player that has to keep their width. Otherwise, if they keep on going in, then the fence just squeezes yeah, in. Yeah, and I, th-
3: I think that's the big thing that people undervalue. I think you can tell that Fafita has been told to hold his width. You, you, like, you can tell that he's told n- not to come in. So it's, it's a tough one. It's a tough one. I, I, I believe if Fafita, because
2: the, the try that he scored was a scoot, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, scoot at dummy That's the other thing. They, like, they're still not really. That, that's what know, I'm like, saying. Yeah. Like, so he's gone, fuck it. I'm sick of this. The game's on the line, and he
0: took a scoop. Yeah. Fafita made the most runs for his team on the weekend, <clears throat> any position. So That's
2: what I'm, it, I mean. Sometimes when you hear the commentators, it can sway what you're thinking of a player. Now, now Fafita absolutely can get more involved, but I, I personally think it's a mixture of two things. Yes, he can get more involved, but I also believe he's not getting the quality ball yep. that he should be getting. Um, so it's, I don't think it's just one party's fault as to why he's not getting – you know crazy amount of the ball and i think what proves that is the stag situation he gets early ball in the game and yes he was more energetic yes he was more involved but a lot of his early touches was because reynolds was like getting the ball straight away yeah uh and so it's all about how you utilize these guys you can have the sharpest sword in your cupboard but if it stays in your cupboard it means nothing you're better off with a dull blade in your hand <laughs> you know bloody that's pretty it's- good yeah thanks bro <laughs> It's a good metaphor. <laughs> like it. You know where it come from? There used to be saying when I at my home and it was um, like my mum had it on the wall or whatever and it was like like a, a key can lay forever in a place for a door and never be used. And I was like, that's fucking crazy, bro. That hits. That hits hard. Hit yeah. me every time I saw it. I was like, man, that's so true. You gotta use your talents, bro. So if there's anyone out there, use your talents, bro. Stop. Use your sword. Get your sword out. Don't sheath your sword. Don't keep it hidden away. Get your sword out for everyone to see. Wave it around. Hit people with it. Touch people with it. Get someone to sign it. Get someone to sign it. Get your sword out. If there's one bit of advice I can give anyone, get your sword out. That's <laughs> what I think. Um, now, on to the Knights. Thoughts.
3: Yeah. Uh what
2: kind of already spoken about Yeah, everybody
3: like, I just think it's gonna be an interesting three weeks for them, how it's gonna play out. Big three weeks for them, uh, with their opposition. I mate, I, I still didn't think the halves were poor or
2: anything. I still think they're playing good footy. It's just that's what I was gonna say. Are we still high on the Clune Clifford combo? I'm
3: not as high, but I'm not off them. Mm. I wouldn't I still they're still better right now than I thought they would be at the start of the mm. season for yeah. sure. What are you so. what about you,
0: Maddie? No, I'm am still on, board. I, still on as, board. As I said, I, I, I thought last week was a little bit of an outlier. So, and they didn't again. They didn't get really the opportunity to do anything. Can so. you get
2: get me their start of the season of who they've played, please? The first five rounds.
0: The Knights.
2: Yeah, because like they went Panthers last week. Oh, sorry, the week before. Yeah, the week before. I think they had. I just know, want to see yeah. what they're, they're opening. I think the well, Roosters, Roosters,
0: Roosters, Manly. Oh, sorry, that's Roosters. So they've played Roosters, Manly, and sorry, Panthers. Sorry, Roosters, Tigers, Panthers sharks mainly like that's outside of tigers that's a tough, tough start
3: trawler.
2: yeah and that's what i wanted to bring up with the night's chat is like yes the it isn't the ideal start but that's a tough start to the year that's not an easy start by any stretch by any stretch um i'm personally still high on the clune clifford i i believe that they actually did start the game really well um am i as high as i was with them three weeks ago no i think that they've Dropped off just a little bit, but I think that's more due to their forwards not having the same impact that they may have had a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so I just want to see how they go this week. This week will really tell me where the Knights are at. Yeah,
3: and I think with that halves pairing, you need to take in consideration that they had injuries the other night. They were also going up against a halves pairing that's played over 500 games of NRL. Mm-hmm. They've played about 60, I would assume, yeah. not much more. So mm-hmm. for it to be in the pissing rain when your halves play is more important than ever with some injuries, with KP going on and off the field uh, with you know their second-choice um, hooker, who they've had all year and he's done a good job, but it still is a second-choice hooker. Um, yeah, it, it's been tough for them. I think they've done very well, and I'm not writing them off at all after that
2: game. Yeah, neither am I. I still believe that. Hold
1: up.
2: They're the, the most underrated, most likely the most underrated pairing right now as, as to where that team can be compared to where yeah. a lot of people had them. But if they lose this weekend, uh, I will abs- I'll start to have my concerns yeah. as to, you know, you know, will they even make the finals? You know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, if you said to me, the, the Knights won't make the finals, I would have said, no, nah, no chance. I think they absolutely will. They look fantastic. So this week is a grand final of them. If I'm Adam O'Brien, the importance of getting up, because it's all about confidence at the moment. If, if the Knights lose this week, they all start looking around going, oh, we aren't the team we thought we were. Snowballing, yeah. Whereas if they, if they win this week and then lose to uh, Storm para. and Para, and they lose in a tight game or whatever, you can kind of be like, boys, we're just not there yet. We knew we weren't going to be as good as a Storm or Para. You know what I mean? That, so the confidence won't take as much of a hit. But Dragons this weekend, they, need to, they absolutely need to get the win. But I, I, I stand by the comments that they are far better than I thought they were going to be this year.
3: Yeah, and I mean, the, the next three weeks are going to be big, especially for Adam O'Brien, because I feel sorry for him because the halves have looked great and everyone said, Joey, what a genius, blah, blah. Yeah. blah. Now, when it starts to go poorly, no one's going to go, hey, what's Joey doing? Everyone's yeah. going
2: to go, what, what's Adam O'Brien doing up there? I think you've got to stick with Adam O'Brien. I really do. Like, I really think that this is a person that you've got to stick with. Give him an opportunity to build things. Give him an opportunity to create pathways. You know, get, get on top of the local juniors. Like, who do you replace him with? All those kind of things. Even if they bet, don't make the finals this year, I think you've just got to stick with him. I if really you're going
3: to sack a coach, you've got to replace him with someone better.
2: Who's out there? Yeah. And, on t- like, the reason I think as well as you've got to stick with him, the players are playing for him. I, I do believe he has a good relationship with him. I think when you can see that the players are fully disillusioned and then the coach is struggling as well, that's when you may start to go, you know what? Like, look, it's just not really – it's not really working. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong, if they have lost – struggled for five years and they have a good relationship with the coach, I think it's relevant. then. Then it's like, mate, you've had a big opportunity. Um, but when Adam O'Brien took over, they weren't a finals footy side. They just missed out. Yep. Yeah. And so since he's taken over, they have made finals footy um, each year, except for one, because they made it last year. They made it the year before. They made it the they year, made it year it before. They
3: yeah, the Sharks year So before. we had yeah. like,
2: that's not bad, you yeah. know? Is that, is, the, is that territory of, you know, questioning his job? I don't think so. I think that give him at least another two, three years to build on top of that. A really good example of that is the Eels. Mm. They were talking second BA, uh, Brad Arthur, what, two, three years ago?
0: So, since 2014, they've come 12th, last, 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 11th, 11th. Adam O'Brien took over. Finals, finals.
2: That's pretty good. Mate, in this competition, that's great. Like, that's – I feel like that doesn't get enough appreciation. Like, look at the run that that he –
3: And they're not the sort of team that, oh, in my opinion, I've never looked at them and gone, oh, they can can win a premiership this year. Mm. But for them, you know, it's, there's a lot of teams in that middle ground. For them to always make the eight, and over the last two years, there's been five or six teams you can lock into the top eight every year realistically. Yeah. There's only two available spots there. Mm. For them to get there both years when, like, they haven't been a, a massive number one threat, I think it's mm. a good knock.
2: Yeah, I, I actually think that's uh, – I, I don't I think enough people appreciate that to go, what, 14th – like, last, last, 14th, 14th, 11th, 11th, finals, finals. Yes, they scraped in by the, a bee's dick – but finals is finals, and from where they come. So, yeah, I think you stick with Adam O'Brien. I I, I like – I actually like his press conferences. I think he's very honest. Uh, I think that you can understand his thinking. Um, so, yeah, oh, I think they stick with him. They, they, they
0: scraped in last year, but they weren't bad in that finals game. against. They nearly
2: Powell. beat Eels. Like, you could argue a couple of bad calls, mm-hmm. or tough calls, not bad calls, and they beat the Eels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the Eels nearly beat the Pan- Panthers. Uh, so, yeah, look, Knights fans – this week's a week. This week's a week for you. Because, as you said, if they go two and six, that's super hard to claw back from, especially confidence from where he came. So, yeah, this is a grand final for them. They need to come out absolutely frothing.
3: And for me, I don't think it's a good time to play the Dragons. Much of the Dragons haven't been impressive. Their back's against the wall. They're going back to Wollongong. It's a... Yeah, I, I think a lot of people will assume they'll win this one. I think it'll be really tough for them. Mm.
2: Yeah, I think it'd be tough, but I just think with the performance we've seen from the Knights, they absolutely should get the job done. They, in not saying that they absolutely will get the job done, I'm saying where they want to be as a club and where we thought they were a couple of weeks ago, they need to get the win. They have the team. I, I'd say they've got a better team on paper. Uh, I'd say they've shown better form this year. Every indication suggests that they, sh- if they are who they say they are, that they have grind out a win somehow. But it could be an ambush. Dragons could come back in. and Do get you tip the Newcastle? Yeah, I I'm, yeah, I'm tip Newcastle, sure. Okay, okay. Are you tipping Newcastle? Yeah, I'm going St. George. You're on St. Oh, George? Are so you are tipping? Wulungo.
0: I'm tipping Knights. They're $2.50 to win. I know I said that last week, but it's crazy.
2: I, yeah, I, I honestly think the Knights, Like, you even look at the Cronulla Sharks game, it was 12-0 with like mm. the 70th minute, and the Sharks are absolutely flying, and that is at Shark Park. Then their other game is um, Roosters. Um, Tigers. Tigers. like Penrith. And yeah. Pen Penrith, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and Penrith, it, they got can, really unlucky.
3: Can you? Is Clune out for a couple of weeks? Did I hear that? Oh, I've got to because he okay, he, had if a he is out. In. That is, okay, if he's right. out, I, I think he might be.
2: Actually, he did um, golf injured, didn't he? Yeah,
3: he, he got kneed in the shin when they went down for that ball. Oh, if it's just a shin and it's not broken, he'll be sweet. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll try, yeah, yes, try and find it. Yeah, try and find it. But
2: if you, that changes my – definitely changes where I'm fucking happy. Yeah, because I'm not
3: sure who well, – I guess Phoenix Crossland comes in then, who's been solid, but it's a it's, it's a
2: big pressure game to bring it young. Not enough teams – I loved Kloon's experience. Not enough teams – you call it whatever set you want to call it, but they go red set or whatever. They Everyone knows it's red set, and what that is is I'm going to kick on the third or the fourth no matter what. We have a massive kick chase, and that next set, it's all about defence. Yeah. You know, the amount of times that that changes momentum, Cleary does it really well. And I don't think enough teams use that. They're so desperate to use that last fifth tackle and you know try and break the line instead of going, you know what, it's a red set, boys. This, this set isn't even about attacking. It's about the defense that's going to come after that. Yeah. And Clune did that really early when they are under pressure, and I thought it was really smart. So um, hopefully he's, he can be back for this game.